This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. Welcome back to Knowledge at Wharton. Here as we start the new work week, glad to have you with us here on Sirius XM 111. We're going to turn our attention to the real estate market because if you haven't noticed, uh, there was a conversation on Friday that there was going to be a merger potentially between Zillow and Trulia, and that has happened, or at least the news is this morning that it will happen very soon. Many people doing uh, quite a bit of searching for a new home through one of the various websites out there that they know that they have to search through to maybe find a property across the country, but that sector of the housing market taking a turn with the deal announced earlier today, Zillow going to buy out one of its main competitors, Trulia for three and a half billion dollars. The reports late last week said it was going to be around 2 billion, but with the deal being close to done now, the only people that have benefited so far have been the owners of the two companies. Zillow stock soared 28%. In the last two trading days of the week after the deal was leaked, meaning that owner Richard Barton saw his 4.1 million shares increase in value by $140 million to $648 million. Meanwhile, Trulia CEO Peter Flint saw his stock rise $30 million in the value late last week. And while from the outside, uh, it looks like it could be a very good partnership, we're going to see how it plays out. And joining us to discuss it, is Susan Wachter, who is the professor of real estate and finance at the Wharton School. She's also the co-director of the Penn Institute of Urban Research. And Susan joins us on the phone this morning. Thanks for coming on Knowledge at Wharton, Susan. My pleasure. Great to have you with us. Uh, So with this deal being announced uh, just a little while ago, what are we believing now is the future for the online real estate market? Because it would look like Zillow has got it lock, stock, and barrel at this point. Well, lock stock, but the barrel is still out there. Uh, Realtor.com is still a competitor, uh, not a large one. The two majors have now merged. Of course, this is a small percentage of the overall marketing of real estate, which is going, which goes through local brokers and MLSs. So there's a lot more consolidation to come in this space for sure. But this is a major one, and, and obviously that this has an effect on the the real estate agents as well. And and I would imagine that they are. Uh, having s- some concerns, would you say, at this point, with I this deal, with this deal so, being announced, I say concerns is probably a my uh, a, a kind of uh, half of the issue. It's far more like uh, severe anxiety attacks uh, at this moment. <laughs> uh, the um, especially small uh, small realtors, because uh, this will be the space for the, the the first thing to do if you're looking to buy is is to go on this combined space, I would think. And it used to be, of course, the first thing to do would be to get a broker. Yep. But the uh, important thing here is that brokers are not about to go out of business. Brokers are absolutely key to this. And, in fact, what's going to be interesting to see how it plays out is the relationship between brokerage firms and the combined Zillow Trulia. That's a story that remains in the future. The numbers for uh, Trulia and Zillow, uh, from what I saw over the weekend, they get about 130 million visitors a month. So they're going to be drawing a lot of contact going forward. Uh, but as you mentioned, the real estate agents, in this Internet age that we live in, people are willing to, in some respects, I guess you call it, it's a, a view of showrooming. 
they're willing to go search online to see what might be out there, but there's still a lot of confidence in the real estate agent, isn't there? Well, more than confidence, they are a needed part of yeah. the uh, end game, which is to buy a property in a, a local market. Uh, all the information that can come through Zillow and Trulia uh, doesn't, doesn't preclude, doesn't make unnecessary. Still, it's necessary. You've got to go visit that house, yep. and you've got to know the details about the neighbor in the house. So this is a, often a one- or two- or three-time purchase in an individual lifetime. So brokers are going to be absolutely, they'll be part of the, we're not ruling out brokers in the future. There's no way that that's happening. On the other hand, the relationship is now changing, the power relationship. Brokers will need Zillow Trulia. Zillow Trulia needs brokers. But now there's one and not two, which makes the power shift in favor of Zillow Trulia. Now, is there any sense that they would keep the brand separate or would they combine it under the Zillow uh under the Zillow banner. Oh, I'm sure they're going to combine it. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Now, the when real estate agents do their listings, they obviously they list uh, uh, quite a few of them on these on these sites. Uh, and doing the listings is not exactly a cheap prospect, is it? No, and and that's of course where the revenue is coming from. Uh, Zillow is charging for listing, and uh, they can charge what they wish in a sense. However. There are potential competitors out there. There's Realtor.com still. So that does, at this point, put some of the ceiling on uh, their relationship to brokers. However, on the other side, uh, they can choose how to deal with their individual brokers who are listing, and brokers must list on Zillow to be in the game. You're speaking or you're listening to Knowledge at Wharton here on Sirius XM 111, business radio powered by the Wharton School, one eight four four wharton one eight four four nine four two. 7866. We'd love to hear from you, if, uh, especially if you've been somebody that's been on one of these sites recently. Kind of give your opinion on uh, on uh, what your feelings are in terms of how good the marketplace is with these websites. And we're speaking with uh, Wharton Professor Susan Wachter, who, as we mentioned, a professor of real estate and finance here at the Wharton School and also co-director of the Penn Institute for Urban Research. So uh, Realtor.com What's the general view of that website right now? Because it has truly been, I guess, in some respects, the third player in this formula. How much can they grow? How much better can they get? Well, they can get better, and just this merger will make them better. Uh, any platform needs uh, to have exposure to the be comprehensive have exposure to the entire market. And Truly had a portion of the market. Zillow had a portion of the market. Combining increases the the platform's uh, universality, and that's, of course, number one. Number two, uh, there's a one-stop shop aspect of this. They were somewhat different. Now we'll combine their, the best of both. And third, there's a cost savings, which, of course, then gives them power for reinvesting and growing. And I don't think this is the end of their plans. They're going to attempt to be a larger, bigger, better platform going forward. There was a CNBC report that uh, insiders had sold a lot of stock uh, in, in the companies before the merger was leaked. Do you see any trouble because of this news? I saw the report over the weekend. That's curious that they did. I know I saw that as well. It's curious. Uh, my guess is they have still a lot invested in both. Each firm has there's a lot still money to be gained, and already obviously this morning it's up tremendously. Yeah. We'll see how the stock goes forward. But there are real economies. This is not a superficial good, but but problematic merger in its fundamentals. This is good in its fundamentals. So what does the future look like now for the online real estate market? 
with this merger setting down and, and and Realtor being the other real big entity out there? Well, we'll see what happens with Realtor, but it's, it's not the only entity out there. There are many, many, uh, and as you speak, I'm sure today, more every day, uh, small sites that are local that are aggregating information. And they um, are further can be aggregated up and purchased, specifically in the rental market. Uh, that's very much a um, fragmented market today, and there's real potential there to become a uh, platform for a, a, a U.S.-wide platform on the rental side. We don't really have it yet except on Craigslist, and Craigslist is not really dedicated to housing, local property sure. information. Yeah. Uh, Zillow, or I should say uh, Trulia, you, you did mention, was, was going higher today. Zillow, interesting, down about uh, 6% on uh, Wall Street right now on the NASDAQ market. Uh, as we uh, look at that uh, right now, I guess in some respects we could have seen this coming because of the fact that uh, Zillow uh, did the purchases of StreetEasy.com last year, and then they did the apartment website Hotpads back in 2012. I mean, I guess this is the pattern that we should have seen coming. Absolutely, this is inevitable. And uh, you know, there are obviously when two companies come together, there are always questions of how you're going to get them. The systems to merge, that's out there. Questions of the price, that's out there. I'm sure that's why Zillow's down a bit uh, right now. Uh, but um, it's up uh, overall, and I think in the end of the game, this is a, uh, a winner for – it's actually a winner for, the, for customers, and that's, of course, the key point, and that's what makes it uh, fundamentally a sound move. So going forward, for the customer, what's the biggest benefit they're going to get from this, from this merger? Well, it's a simple one of one stop, obviously. Yeah. But the second is that there's a lot more to be had in terms of one stop going forward. There's investment to be had going forward on all that uh, a buyer needs to know about a market. Truly had one piece of it. Zillow had another piece of it. But there's a lot more information out there that could be brought to the game and hasn't yet. Sure. So now there's a potential for investment. Uh, there's a potential also for uh, more efficient efficiencies on the side of the brokerage as well. Um, large brokers are uh, have a very large share of the market and are very effective in their buying and selling. Uh, a next step may be that naturally that these large brokers will now get a larger share of the market, and uh, buyers will know who these uh, large uh, efficient uh, Brokers who get the deal done are that that one way or the other may uh, be in, in a result of this merger, and that's a game changer. One eight four four Warden one eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. If you'd like to join us in the conversation, we're talking uh, with Susan Wachter of the uh, Wharton School, uh, who is a professor of real estate and finance, and also the co-director of the Penn Institute for Urban Research about the merger announced earlier today between uh, real estate websites Trulia and Zillow. Zillow's going to buy out Trulia for $3.5 billion. And, uh, Susan, it was interesting, but when this story started to float on on Friday, uh, the numbers that everybody threw out, and you know, I know you can't <laughs> take a lot from what gets thrown out in the media sometimes when these are leaked, but the number was $2 billion. Did the $3.5 billion number surprise you the, in the amount of difference between what we heard on Friday and, yes. and what we saw today? Yes, it did. Uh, interesting uh, and that's, of course, I don't know the inside story there, but there must be one. And uh, 
they, Zillow obviously wanted to get this done, and it's in part because they see themselves as really bigger even than this merger. This is uh, they, their aim is to be a if I if I may use this, although of course it's a bit of an exaggeration, one one would get is the Amazon of of um, of the real estate world. And sure. Of course, the real estate world is a big part of our world. You mentioned uh, it's it's funny you mentioned that considering we were just talking uh, about Amazon, but in terms of what Zillow is going to get from acquiring Trulia, what is the thing that has differentiated themselves from Zillow that makes them such a, a unique acquisition at this point? Well, there are two things on that. Uh, on the one hand, it's the fact that they're actually the same. Uh, in fact, there is a potential lawsuit over the Zestimate and Trulia's equivalent to Zestimate. So, you know, that takes that off the table that they're the same. Yep. Okay, so let's not compete. But then they are somewhat different. Trulia was specializing in home listings. And of course, that's, um, uh, that's key. Uh, and home sellers using uh, Trulia. And uh, Zillow is uh, was on the buyer side, so I think for one, it just takes the competition out. Two, uh, there are cost savings. There's going to be a that's going to be a pretty big move, big uh, part of the advantages of this deal is just simply the cost savings. Right, because they won't have to basically advertise as much to compete against their competition. I would think would be number one right at the top for their cost savings. Exactly. Yeah. So one of the things I read about Trulia, and and honestly, I haven't used Trulia a lot, but is the fact that part of their website and maybe part of their attraction, and I'm sure a lot of real estate websites do this, but they said that they had extensive rankings on public transit, on schools, on crime as well. And that's something that obviously is, is information that the house buyer, the home buyer, wants to know to be able to get into the best neighborhoods. Absolutely. That's a very valuable part of the now combined site. Uh, that kind of information, which um, researchers, brokers have at their fingertips, fingertips, is simply not available and easily should be available. But that's the sort of thing that a platform can deliver, and this will deliver on that. It, it, and it, that's you, when you're dealing with a real estate agent, obviously they want to be able to put their potential buyer in a, in a good spot as well. But, but from some respects, is there just a feeling that with a real estate agent that you're getting a lot of information, but maybe you're not getting all of the information that, that you would like to get, and maybe these sites might have some of that information? Absolutely. That- you're not getting all. First of all, each real estate agent has its own has their he or she's own limitations, sure. but also they only have part of the market. So the great thing about this is you can look at markets comparatively. You can look at one metro area, another metro area. You can look within metro areas. There's hundreds of markets. And a broker may have their own MSA and their own area they specialize in. But this way, of course, is access to all of that information. It's really a far better way of going. That's why the Internet is here, just yeah. just for this purpose, to get this widely known but disaggregated information in an aggregate form. And I would imagine that this is a deal that right now really works. Let's say, you know, if uh, Zillow had been thinking about this three or four years ago, they probably wouldn't have pulled the trigger because of the way the housing market was at that point. Absolutely. And besides, uh, Trulia didn't exist. <laughs> well, that's true, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that does tell you that there's room for new entrants. And there are other firms out there on other sides of the business who uh, are potential now looming into similar space, not the same space, but similar space, and they too are consolidating. 
So it remains to see what the ultimate consolidation here is. Right, and and it it speaks to the quick growth that that Trulia had, uh, and as you mentioned, the ability for somebody else to come into the market and, and maybe take that that share of the market. I guess the question is then, what would it take at this point for somebody to kind of grab that that piece that Trulia had? Well, I mean, you do need to have the platform to begin with. So, yeah. you know, there's still his realtor, although they're weakened at this point. There are others like CoreLogic that are in different parts of the space but also have information on property uh, price values. That's, of course, the key, and that's what needs to be built up. That's the asset that uh, you need to have to compete. But there are, as we said, CoreLogic has that asset. Uh, I read an op-ed piece over the weekend in the Business Insider, and the gentleman that wrote it, uh, basically his line was, Many of us already think Zillow could be a big improvement for the business. And it's interesting it brings this up because of the fact that Zillow was the number one dog already in this fight. And now they've just gotten to even more of the of the market share. Uh, as you mentioned, it's a little bit different, but they still have a, a huge part of the market share where this industry is concerned. And I guess the key thing is uh, they're – thinking bigger, better, uh, their percentage of the Internet. With this purchase, they have 62% of the users of of the Internet. That's large, but it's not 80%, right? So there's room to grow, and I'm sure that's where their sites are. Yeah. In fact, I saw one report that that showed uh, by Comscore, they said amongst the 15 most visited real estate sites tracked by Comscore that the combined Zillow and Trulia would have 89%. Do you believe that number? I do. I do. That's, it's, I mean, it's amazing that they would have that kind of a hold on the marketplace. And so fast. This, But this, of course, is the nature of this disruptive uh, innovation and uh, and move. That they Basically, the previous, uh, the founder of, of Zillow did this with Expedia. So sure, yeah. it's out there. So are we going to see this market continue to grow as we continue to use more and more of our smartphones and our, our devices. I, I mean, I don't think we're going to see this slow down in any way, shape, or form over the next decade. I agree. It's going to be uh, in, in, in ways that we can't quite envision yet. That's going to be the interesting part. So is there something out there that that these sites are, are looking to do to technologically out there to, to even grow this even more? Absolutely. Tech, uh, technology, technology. Uh, and so you move to the smartphone. And another an example, for example, uh, is, that they're thinking of is um, listings that are not yet there, listings that might come on the market. <laughs> that would that would even change it even more. Yes, so, quite interesting, right? So, so, what if you're thinking about, well, maybe I should put my home on the market, but I'm thinking about it. That's and, interesting because that would be basically people almost wanting to see basically speculating wanting to see what they could potentially get for their house exactly that's amazing i, I we see that <laughs> i think i think the, the the real estate industry is going to really turn turn up on its head if we see something like that well you know we say everything has its price well let's see what this does <laughs> are you willing to leave your house for x price <laughs> yeah but it's interesting that, that we we could potentially see that because there's been obviously a lot of talk in terms of the investment game about how as we go along with the older generations uh, getting into retirement, how many more people we need to see that are that maybe should downsize, maybe should get out of their house and go into an apartment or a condominium or, or you know a rental, something like that. 
and that potential, that potential to scope out what your your price would be an unbelievable asset for not only those people, but let's say the children of those people. Absolutely. And of course, we've got that already with the Zestimate yeah. in terms of the, the potential value. But that's just uh, an estimate out there. That's a potential value. It's, it's different when someone comes with an offer in hand. Uh, we're not there yet, but uh, this does shake up the industry, and uh, it does bring more information, consolidated information, to the ultimate consumer who's the buyer and the seller. So what's the general opinion? I'll, I'll switch off of Trulia and Zillow for a second. What's the general opinion of the housing market right now? Because we saw such a run-up for such a long time. The numbers have, have been good, but still not the rush we saw, say, a year or two ago. Yeah. What, what are we What are we seeing for the for the housing market in general over say the next six months to a year? Well, the last last year was a year of the investor, and yeah. the investor piled on because of the clear uh, too low values and and profitably so for the investor, not only because values were too low, but also because there was uh, and still is this uh, great demand for rental housing and the potential to shift single family into the rental space. Yep. Done that, check, that's over. So the investor interest is not there, so the uh, price increases slow down considerably. It's slowed down to what's a far more sustainable rate, which is basically the inflation plus, plus a percent or two. That is historically the, the uh, rate of appreciation. In fact, it's a bit high for rate of appreciation, but that is what is likely to prevail over the next six months, year, and when we speak about the housing market being disappointing, uh, really can't say it's disappointing if prices are going with inflation plus a percent or two. What That's not what's disappointing. Of course, relative to last year, it may seem so. Yep. But what really is disappointing is the recovery in the construction industry. Yep. Uh, but that's in the nature of the game. We are we were at, at highs. We, uh, we built a lot of housing. Uh, the demand is still not there for single-family. We could talk about why. Uh, that's likely to increase over time, but slowly over time. And with that, prices will come back to justify construction. Uh, so we still have starts uh, at low, at rel- low, lower than last year and surprisingly low. But it shouldn't be surprising. This is the nature of what happens after a housing bubble. It's a long, long, slow recovery. And... We have to be grateful that we enter into a, a second depression. That could have happened. Yeah. But the recovery is, unfortunately, there's just no way out of a slow recovery in terms of getting back to uh, the construction that we saw. The normal construction of, of uh, $1.5 million, we're still way off that, and we will be. The, the other side of that story is still the growth in rental faster than single family and what that pretends for the future. That still hasn't played out. We really don't know. There's a lot of uncertainty about that. And a big part of that uncertainty is what's, what's going to happen to interest rates. And, of course, right yep. now they're holding, and uh, that Fed is a big player there and has just announced that they're going to uh, continue and a slow taper. So we'll just have to um, we'll have to wait and see what all of that pretends. But it does it isn't great for the housing market. Yeah. There's no great uh, shining future that we just turn this corner. There it is. It's a slow recovery. And, and you bring up a good point with the single family units because the, uh, all the numbers that have been shown uh, over the last several months is that rental properties, multifamily properties, are on the rise and continue to be on the rise. 
And the single family home is still something that is not being produced and not being bought in a rate enough where we can see the type of growth that, that we want to see. Yeah. And I'm afraid that that statement uh, is going to, six months from now, you're going to be able to say exactly the same thing. It's a shame because uh, there are a lot of families I, I know that would like to get out of their uh, their rental or whatever it might be and get into a into a regular home, but it uh, doesn't seem like that's going to happen anytime soon. And the other side of that is uh, single, as you're, as you're uh, going for, especially for rental first-time home, aspiring first-time homeowners. Yep. It's a difficult move. Yep. Susan, I want to thank you for coming on the show and, and discussing this uh, merger, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see what plays out here with Zillow uh, as we go into uh, the new world as them, they have uh, acquired Trulia today. Thanks very much. Thank you. Susan Wachter joining us, the professor of real estate and finance at the Wharton School and co-director of the Penn Institute for Urban Research. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.